0: Hello, this is Mark Viquez, regional correspondent for the website Stadium Journey, the industry's leader in sports travels and reviews. Check out the new and improved website. It is amazing. My guests today are, I have two guests, Gary Orforth and Mike Castro. And collectively, they are known as the Ballpark Brothers. Gentlemen, welcome to the show.
1: Thank Thank you, you, Mark. Good to be here.
0: All right, well, uh, I noticed you guys are Mets fans, so we'll we'll talk a little bit about Mets baseball at the end. I think some of my uh, viewers who are not Mets fans might be a little bit tired of talking about baseball, but tough. We'll throw in a little bit at the end, but we're going to talk about ballparks today, and you guys have this wonderful website called ballparkbrothers.com. It is well-designed. It looks good. It is, um, you know, you got Shea Stadium up there, so maybe that's a reason why I like it. Uh, but I just discovered it a few weeks ago, and it's when I was doing a little research on a ballpark in Johnson City, Tennessee, uh, that I came across some information. So before we get to that, uh, tell me a little bit about yourselves. How did this uh, website get started?
1: Well, uh, I used to have a website back in the uh, infancy of the internet, oh, yeah. uh, back in the late '90s, called Fields of Dreams. Um, it was it was kind of primitive. It was uh, wrote my own HTML. Um, but it was a place to post some reviews and some photos and things like that. And around, oh, I guess the 2010, 2012, that's sort, I sort of just let that expire and, mm-hmm. and die a natural death. And um, Gary and I, we, we grew up together um, on Long Island, and life took us to various different places around the country. But, you know, I would travel and see ballparks, he'd travel, and between the two of us, we gathered quite a collection of um of stadiums and photos and and i guess it was about five six years ago we were on one of our joint baseball road trips where we i flew to him or he flew to me i don't remember which and uh gary said you know what let's uh it was great having a it was great having that website up before let's think about building another one
0: and just like that ballpark brothers was it hard to get a name or did, did it just kind of click
1: uh, i remember gary we went through a few ideas first okay. mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean,
2: we've known each other since about the fifth grade, and mm-hmm. you can see by the gray beard, it's been a couple of years since we've been in grade school. Uh, so, it's it. it's brothers, anyway, but uh, um, he's he's always called me the older brother. I'm, I think I've got him by about six months or so. Yeah, uh, I know,
0: I know. I my my buddy Steve, I was born in March. He was born in September, and he just loves to. Always add that to a story. Well, you know, you got to remember, I, I am technically like a year younger than you. Like it matters. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I know what that's now. like. I know what that's like.
2: But yeah, so Mike, Mike had, uh, um, I moved to Texas, uh, and and uh, Mike was has still was fortunate enough to live uh, on the East Coast and have a lot more ballparks at his disposal that he can get to within a couple of three hours. And in Dallas, Fort Worth, it takes you a couple hours just to leave the state. Much yeah, area you ballpark. And uh, and then unfortunately I I was able to move to Northern Virginia and Mike's out in Colorado so now he's a few hours from the nearest ballpark and I'm catching up from what the ballparks he hit uh, uh, years ago so uh, not only do we have ballparks that we've covered but we've also have updates uh, I just uh, last weekend came down um, from Connecticut and stopped off in Yonkers to go to Fleming Field where Mike had been what year was that Mike 19-
1: 1995 to see the, the Yonkers Hoot House.
2: Hoot House. The yeah and it looked the same. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> nothing's nothing's really changed. So, well, the there was if, nothing there in
0: the
1: first place. Yeah, there was nothing the, to change. <laughs> the
0: the infamous Hoot Owls. See, I don't remember that team at all. Uh, of course, that was the primitive years. I think I just I think I just logged on to AOL in 1995. Uh, but the Hoot Owls is just one of these stories where you just can't imagine that was a, a minor league ballpark. You went to a game?
1: I went to a game in 1995. Oh I saw them play the Adirondack Lumberjacks. Okay, and it was. It, you know you, people talk about their favorite ballparks for me it's it's as much about favorite experiences as anything yes. and the hood was one of my favorites it was um there were maybe i don't know 40 or 50 people there uh the pa announcer had a microphone and a guitar amplifier um yes. there were no real fences around the ballpark so people were just wandering in off the street and watching the game there was an all dirt infield and oh yeah the hood owls were the hood owls were so bad that nothing even when they did well they couldn't get it right they I think they only won 12 games all season. In that game, they trailed by five in the bottom of the ninth. They scored five runs to tie it. They the base is loaded, three-two count. The pitcher throws a ball in the dirt. The umpire calls strike three. Oh goodness. <laughs> the game goes to extra innings, Adirondack wins, and and that's that's life at the Hoodalls game. It was a it was a great experience. I, One I loved season, it. right? Yeah. One season. I think there were 12 and 72 or something. I get more inquiries about Fleming Field than any place else. Uh there oh. MLB.com did an article on the Hood Owls and they, they nice. contacted me for some photos for background.
0: Yeah, no, so. no, I, I know that I, there's those ballparks, you know, for me it was uh the Great Lakes Fielders, uh up mm. in Zion, Illinois, a ballpark that was never completed. And when you showed up, you you were thinking, what the heck did I just walk into? And and I think I went to a I think I went to the game right before the infamous uh, PA announcer or radio guy quitting on on the spot and Jose Canseco coming in to pitch and help out the uh, the team so they can have a game. You know it, it yeah. It's just some of these these organizations. You're like, how on earth did they ever get this uh, floating? And then I can think of the East chicago conquistadors they were they also played i think in 19 either 95 or 97 sometime around there and they never had their jerseys until late in this in the year so they were playing with blank jerseys through most of their existence wow and you know they renovated the ballpark that they were in uh now but i mean it's just that when independent baseball was starting kick started beginning you, you had those little uh Little kind of mistakes of teams. So, oh yeah, we could just put a team anywhere in any ballpark and people right. will come. That's not true. No. Yeah, <laughs> it's not true. Well, it's good that we have a firsthand account of uh, the hood owls because uh, yeah, that, that's Paul a team. There just... was
1: the manager. What's that? Ex Yankee Paul Blair was the manager. Oh, okay. Yeah. Paul Blair. He had he had a look like, what is what does it come to? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I once
2: roamed Yankee Stadium. Yes. And now I'm...
1: On a dirt field at Yonkers. Yes, yeah, so he was I,
2: near Yankee Stadium. Yeah, he was here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, and I hear like when Ricky Henderson played in the uh, not independent when he played in Jersey City back in I think seventy eight, uh, he talked about the old Roosevelt Stadium, how it was just mm-hmm. such, such a terrible place to be, and uh-huh. you know, but that's a little bit different. You know, it's uh, you know that that was another era, but yeah, now you know you go to minor league ballparks, whether they're independent or either summer collegiate, there's some sense of a professionalism and. Even if it's an older ballpark or a newer ballpark, you're not going to get this, you know, forty fans a night and right all dirt infield, which you know I know Allentown's Bicentennial Field was like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all what I can think of. So, uh, so let's just talk about some of uh, some of the ballparks. You know, I looking at looking at your site, you have uh, been to a, a stadium that no longer exists, Roosevelt Stadium in Union City, New Jersey, which twenty years ago I paid a visit to and. I always wondered why it never hosted minor league baseball. Uh, how did you find out about that place?
1: I actually, at the time I was working in Weehawken. Okay. And, uh, and I was just, I believe I was driving. I, I take a lunch break and I was looking for the post office Me too. and I drove around and I saw stadium lights. I was like, <laughs> <"What> the heck? <laughs> and I just, you know, pulled in and parked and, and <clears throat> there was this ballpark. It had the, the beautiful arches and the yes. art deco flourishes. And I was, it was, it was as though it had just been dropped into the middle of the city. It was, and it didn't look like that. The, the doors, were, the doors were open. The gate was unlocked, and I walked in and and took a look around. It was just a, an. I, I had no idea it was there, and then I went back at some point, and and it was gone. And uh, yeah. I I had my camera with me, so this was before our phones had. Well, before I had a cell phone. Um, <laughs> this is back in the day when you had yes. to buy a payphone so um i think i went back the next week with my camera to get a few pictures um but i never got back to see a high school game or any other sort of game in it it was a beautiful old yeah. stadium.
0: yeah i was i was told it was more of a uh, high school football like they had the uh the, the two rival schools of uh, union city new jersey play there and they would they would bring in a lot of fans once again i grew up in colonia new jersey i i never knew about this place you know and i discovered it one day <laughs> When I was up there with my brother and his ex wife, I'm like, "What the heck, Roosevelt Stadium? What what is this?" And you're right; it just it was such a beautiful looking uh, entrance and that Art Deco. And so, yes, did the same thing. I drove back, walked inside, took some videos, and found that about you know about a year ago, I found it on one of my VHS tapes. I was like, "Oh my goodness, I forgot I had this." So uh, that
1: was one of those. uh, It's one of those old great WPA parks where it is. You know, even though they they put them up fast and and. And you know it was basically to make work for people that they would build all these stadiums around. They didn't they they didn't skimp on the on the details. You know no. there were these beautiful uh, stone eagles on the outside painted. Um, I I get a lot of email about that one too. Somebody sent me some programs uh, which are on the site um, down okay. down at the bottom of all of our pages. If we have extra stuff, we have a little section we call the Peanut Gallery. Yes. and so we'll put additional information and there, there used to be semi-pro football played in jersey city oh yeah the rams should, correct in union city what was that yeah
0: yeah the uh, union city rams newark bears yep. you know this yeah,
1: so someone was nice enough to send me a couple of uh programs uh, yeah. covers from that
0: yeah so. that, that's that's the best when somebody says hey i love this you know I, you know because i'll go to different uh high school basketball gyms out here in indiana and my goodness, the stories people will tell me, I play there or I waited outside in the cold for five hours to get inside. You know, you just love hearing hearing those things. And sometimes it's just by chance you uh, you find a ballpark. You know, is that true, Gary? Have you been in a situation where you stumbled upon a stadium? Oh, yeah.
2: Um, you know, we uh, I was in, uh, uh, oh, my gosh, uh, on vacation in uh, Rockport, Massachusetts, And my wife and I went looking for a a, an ice cream stand. Just Googled it, and this little rinky-dink ice cream stand. And she looks over my shoulder and says, "Is that a ballpark?" (laughs) And uh, sure enough, it's a place called Evans Field, and uh, it's got a it's one of those ones that has a hill and right field. Really, and this uh, you know fantastic uh, grandstand with uh, almost um, stone turrets um mm. it's flanking each side and uh and i don't i think it's just many of these ballparks like mike said you find them uh, nestled in the middle of nowhere uh i went to i was at, i went to bicentennial field in allentown which i think is now a corporate name field and i asked the groundskeeper hey do you mind if i take some photos and gave him our card and you know, let me take a look and he says well while you're here you need to go check out wineport stadium oh. same thing I don't know if you've been there, but uh, I've been there. The Limeport Milkmen <laughs> with the big boulder and, and bulging in right yes. in the center field. Yes. So,
0: oh, I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought that up. That happened to me too. I uh, was coming back home from Indiana, and I stopped at, um, yeah, a Quaker Quaker Town Blazers game, and then I checked out the Allentown Nailers, which play at what is now ECTB Stadium. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And somebody mentioned Limeport. I'm like, Limeport, what, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, it looks like a miniature old Connie Mack, and it's it's here, and it's not that far. So uh, I drove out there to see a game and, and just fell in love with the place. I actually have a couple seats from the stadium oh, wow. downstairs, and I think they're selling them now for, they might be $100 for, for two sets, which is a great price. Yeah. The original 1933 seats, which, you know, 90 years old now.
2: And, that was that was quite a find. It's it's neat to find those gems, uh, and as Mike and I our little motto is, you know, you look for the open gate. And I were I kind of looked around to see if anybody was there, and I kind of pushed open a gate. And after turning around, this guy comes in and says, "And says, I got gotcha. you." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry. This <laughs> is not a big deal. Like I'm yeah. gonna like I'm gonna wreck his field." So
0: yeah, no, yeah, you're right. That giant there's a giant boulder in center field that they couldn't remove, so they're like, "We'll just make it." We'll make this, this the the outfield go up on an incline. Yeah, that probably, if I had to make a list of like one of the best un- hidden gems in baseball, uh, I may put that up there. And I'm sure somebody will disagree, and that's fine. But yeah. Lineport Stadium, it is just such. You're not expecting to see it, you know. It's in these rolling hills of the Lehigh Valley. It's it's not that far off the interstate, but it just seems like eons away from anything else. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there's eight. a there's a number of them. Uh, Holt Moffett Fields in uh, North Carolina, south of uh, oh my gosh, I can't think of the name of this this city, um, Winston Salem, and uh, built in the 30s. And it was that was one of my favorite little sites. And and Mike um, can probably attest to it that when people say you know I visit ballparks, my brother's not a, a, a baseball or any kind of sports fan. He's like, don't they all look the same? And I'm like, yeah, mm, yeah, not really. No, and it's yeah. about the people we meet. You Know and the guy that I at Holt Moffitt is just this older guy that's in this kitchen uh, adjoining the stadium where the gift sh- where the uh, concession stand was. and It looked like he was frying, pre frying the burgers and hot dogs for the day's game and told them all about it. And and that's the one that has another wild, almost 45 degree field, um, sloped outfield where the warning track is in left field. And I had to ask Mike, why don't they just make the field? 12 feet closer to the street so it, it's neat finding those gems and and meeting
1: so many great people
0: yeah no no yeah exactly that anything else you'd like to add mike uh hidden gems you yeah, found
1: well, well one of the best uh um, two of them actually one of the best experiences we had together was when we were on um, a very rainy road trip um where um we were going our, our goal was boss field in indiana in Evansville, Indiana. Which, oh yeah, bossy uh, Field. I know that. Just an absolute beauty. Um, so we get there and uh we get one inning in, and then the skies just open up ah. and the rain comes pouring down. So we got an inning, we got our photos, but but uh, we got the feel of the place. So as we're circling the next day, we go to Lexington. It's pouring there, and then mm. we're driving to see a game in Bluefield, West Virginia, and it's raining the whole way we get there. But just before we get there, the sky's clear. We think we're in good shape. We show up. We find the place is all locked up. They canceled the game because the, the field was waterlogged. So sense. we're standing there feeling, feeling sorry for ourselves. And um, this fella who's in the parking lot, he comes walking over and says, you know, he lets us know. He goes, I'm sorry, the game's rained out. And, and Gary tells him, you know, it's a shame. We just drove here essentially from, we drove three days to get here. <laughs> Pretty much we haven't seen any baseball. And he says, wait here. He drives off we shrug our shoulders about 15 minutes later another guy drives up he's the general manager of the team oh,
2: wow. and
1: he comes in and not only has let us in and walk around he was i guess what he was probably in his 70s wouldn't you say gary yeah easily and he had been in, he'd been in bluefield since they were the bluefield orioles and he actually went on camera with us and he he told us all about the days of jim palmer and eddie murray uh going through there and uh it was just it was a great experience it was just and it's interesting. While we were waiting for that guy, another another car drove up, and they said, "Oh, we're from Toronto. We came for the game." I'm like, yeah, oh, you're sorry you missed it." And I, we said, "Here, take one of our cards." He goes, "Oh, you're the guy from Fields of Dreams." This was in the old days. Oh, he nice. Goes, I love your site. We, we we use your site all the time, so that that makes you feel pretty good, you know. And some yeah. random person, Bluefield, West Virginia, from Toronto, yeah. suddenly tells you know your site yeah. has made a tiny little difference in their lives. So, yep.
0: Yeah, you're you're surprised uh you know the the people that uh you know follow your site, you know, I when I first started looking at uh ballpark websites, I think it was Charlie Zeb was the first oh. guy that uh I gravitated to. I was like, man, this guy's been to a lot of ballparks and I think he's also a Mets fan too. So we, have not- we use
1: Charlie's website as a reference when we when we're going to go to plan a ball uh, a trip, we figure out what our plan is going to yeah. be and then we go speak to Charlie because Charlie has been Everywhere and uh, we find a lot of ballparks that aren't even on the map that are on yep, Charlie's man. website. Yeah,
0: no, no, you're absolutely right. who he, he went to a ballpark, I want to say it was in Bloomfield, New Jersey, and it once hosted uh minor league baseball in the right after the war, probably sometime in 46, 47, and it's still standing. It's just made out of rock. I, I don't know if you're familiar, but I don't know like, that one. I was like, What what ballpark is this? But he found it.
1: Gary, that's your assignment.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: That's that's my neck of the woods. Yeah.
0: Are you familiar with it? Or or maybe <laughs> no, I'm wrong.
2: But I'm closer to than Mike is. Mike's out in the Denver area. I'm I'm near DC, so we have our quadrants and our areas that we okay. check out. So
0: nice. Now, how many ballparks do you guys get to per year? Like when you make like how many trips do you make together? Do you just do one epic trip? Or is it a little bit harder these days? Uh how does that work?
1: Mike. Well, uh, Gary and I, Gary and I, usually every other year, we'll okay. do one trip together where we meet. I mean, the, the last trip we did uh, was in uh, 20, and doing I'm trying to remember 2021, uh, we flew into Detroit, and uh, we did we did the Great Lakes. We went to Chicago, um, Gary, Indiana, up to Milwaukee, and looped our way back. and And we go to games, but we also try to do as many drive bys as we call them as we can. Every any stadium we. That, we're, that is on our way. Yep, we'll too. drive by and, and see if we can get in and and in Kalamazoo, you know, Kalamazoo, we just drove up, the general manager was there and he was nice enough to let us in and walk I like around how they do that. and yep, and a lot of times we'll we'll call ahead, we'll email ahead and try to see if someone will be available to give us some access and people are usually pretty willing and and you'd be amazed the the power of a business card. You know, we'll, we'll walk up to a site. I, I was in a um going to, by Hobbs Field in Pueblo, Colorado, which is the old home of the Pueblo Dodgers, another uh, WPA ballpark. I drove up on Labor Day, the gate was locked, uh, and, but there was a guy inside on a golf cart, and he drove up, he said, sorry, the gate's locked. I handed him my ballpark brother's business card, which uh, Gary designed. His entire demeanor changes. I mean, we're nobody, we're, we're just fancy. a couple of yahoos that <laughs> like to go to baseball games, but <laughs> it give somebody a baseball, you give someone a, a business card. Uh, Gary does all our graphic design, so here's a
0: Sorry. Oh, that's beautiful.
1: Oh, that's that's a replica yeah. of the uh, original uh, season, uh, the original
2: ticket for the Mets at the uh, the Polo Grounds. So we're kind of yeah. Oh, I love that. You got to dig a deep to find the, the name of the website. I love that. <laughs> Much
0: better but, you know, than my business some- card.
1: You hand someone one of these. And so all of a sudden they, you know, they think you're somebody. <laughs> and then, and, yeah. and the guy was not, he opened the gate. He let me in he said, go around. He goes, I'm going home, but I'll call my wife, tell her I'm going to be a little late. Go have some fun. So it's um, free
2: advertising for them. And generally um, I went the same thing. I went to the Columbia fireflies game was rained out and I just kind of walked through the, you know, do not enter <laughs> business entrance and step on the concourse. And some young person said the game's canceled, sir. And I said, yeah, with ballpark brothers. And they said, go upstairs, talk, you know, and they call down and here comes the general manager. And I'm like, wow, I wasn't looking for that, but okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah.
0: Some of these general managers are, you know, like 22 years old. So yes, you walk in there, they're looking up to you like, hi, sir. Good day, sir. Yes. The lower the
1: level, the younger the staff. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, I,
0: that happened. I was in, in Orangeburg, South Carolina. I was driving from Columbia to, was it Columbia? Yeah yeah, or Savannah, Savannah down to Charleston. And I said, I want to check out Mirmo field, this old ballpark I used to hear about. And they, there was no guarantee I was going to get in, but they were, the guys were mowing the lawn that day and the gates were open. So I just walked in, take took videos, pictures, walked around and nobody said anything to me. You know, they just let me do whatever I wanted. but yeah, I have been in that position where you show up at a ballpark and somebody says, "Hey, let me open the gate for you." You know the mm-hmm. old Durham Bulls ballpark. Hey, yeah, walk around. You know, it's like we we know why you're here.
2: Yeah. Have you <laughs> yeah. been yeah. booted yet? I'm sorry. Have you ever been booted out of one? Like like a couple times. I have been kicked out by. Like yes. Yeah, okay. You no, know, and... I
0: was booted. I I was not. I was booted out of a Major League Soccer stadium in the Columbus Crew Stadium back in mm-hmm. 2001 and i walked in there and i was record, video recording uh the pitch and a uh, security guard on a golf cart came up and i was like oh how's it going you know and he's like hey how you doing and we start talking and i i thought he was just trying to be friendly and i'm thinking okay this guy's probably looking at me like i'm a tourist taking videos yeah and he finally says can you get the hell out of here already? You know, what are you, what are you doing in here? And who just lets you into a stadium, you know? And I'm like, Whoa, 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 where's this coming from? Like, right. and then I saw him lock in all the gates. I was ticked off. I'm like, well, who was this guy kicking me out of he, that? He, he could have handled this a little bit better. I mean, all the right. gates were open, the ticket yeah. office, mm-hmm. you had to get inside the stadium. So I was going to call up and and just complain and yell and scream, uh, but this was like November 8th, 2001. So a few days mm-hmm. later, a couple things, uh, you know, 9 11 happened. And I said, nah, yeah. we got other things to yeah. worry about. But yeah, I was kicked out of a of a soccer stadium in uh, Columbus, uh, Ohio. Well,
2: we'll get uh, Mike, we, uh, we rate our stadiums by hot dogs rather than stars. Yeah. So, uh, so you'll automatically get at least a half a hot dog uh, grade uh, up or down, depending on how, uh, you know, how um, nice Your a person is. Service. Yeah, no, you're
0: right. So you, you're telling me you've been kicked out of some stadiums by.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm not sure this. that the people Um, I we were in, I was in Lakeland, Florida, and I found at a field, I can't remember the name of it, but it's on a, on a college campus just down from where the Lakeland t- Flying Tigers play now. That was the first uh, minor league game I ever went to. Yeah. Uh, of, of all places. And there was a, uh, the previous home is now on a college campus and. You know, it's got a gate that says no trespassing, and I'm like, well, it's open. I'll play dumb. And yeah. I walk on the left field line and walk in there, and I see a guy walking up. And the guy, the friend I was with, said, "There's somebody coming." I'm like, "So?" <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so I'm, not, "I'm standing on the warning track. It's not like I'm climbing yeah. over trying yeah, to rip things off the wall." And he, he was a groundskeeper, and he says, "You can't be in here." And I said, "I'm just taking pictures because ah, you have to leave." And I'm like, "Okay." So. Yeah, yeah.
0: But, it's uh, just you know, it. If they come up to you and say, "Hey, you can't be here." I get it, but you know when they come up and start talking to you, and, and you you think they're making conversation, but in reality,
2: yeah. <laughs> they're like steaming mad. Yeah, uh, but yeah. generally, um, when I was we were down, I was down for uh, I went to see the uh, Blue Jays play in uh, Dunedin when they were when they couldn't go home during COVID. Oh yeah, and uh, so we were we went around there, and we were trying. I was trying to go to Bradenton, and I was right when the right around spring training where the players are showing up and I try to go up through a gate and the, and the higher the league you go, they say, you need to call ahead. And I'm like, try not to be, try not to be so fool of yourself. But uh, I think that's yeah. why I prefer the low minors and the independent leagues a whole lot more.
0: No, you're absolutely right. And there was a time when I would go around and take pictures and videos and they would look at me like, okay, who's this guy taking pictures and videos? So I would have some security guards come up to me or just somebody from the team say, Hey, can I ask you what you're doing? Uh, a lot of times now, oh, that's a guy vlogging, or I'll have a media pass on. Uh, okay, yep. that guy's with the media. But yeah, there was—I had a security guard come up to me and didn't believe that I was, uh, you know, taking pictures for the Stadium Journey website. And this was actually at a hockey game in the Quad Cities, and I had my pass. And I'm thinking, like, like what else do I have to tell you to to assure that I am not doing anything nefarious? Yeah, uh, right. But she was hell bent on contacting the PR director, who was on the air broadcasting the game. So yeah, good luck interrupting the broadcast for, you know, you, you're trying to be. Right.
2: Yeah, uh, well, Mike's to, good. He's he excels at getting uh getting us media passes when we when we travel together, and uh, oh, yeah. I've been I've been fortunate enough to get a couple here and there. But Mike that's what Mike excels at, and it certainly makes a big difference.
0: Oh yeah. Well, no, it's very read, easy. It's very
2: easy.
1: About about two to th- two to three weeks before the game. You know, and you reach out, you tell them who you are, you give the link, you know, you explain that, you know, we're what we're going to do. The, I believe uh, probably the the best media pass we got as far as what we got was when we went to the Rickwood Classic. Um, I've been there too. Down in 2003, we went and that was uh, that was uh, I, they were really nice. They left a the media pass. We were allowed to go back. Uh, we helped them load the numbers onto the manual scoreboard. They so I, got out. Out. I got yelled at. I got yelled at for being up there, but that's a different... <laughs> well, <laughs> and we, I got yelled
0: at for... Yeah, yeah.
1: We, we had the passes hanging around yeah. our necks and they, oh, us, they let us awesome. up on the roof yeah. so we could walk around the roof. By the gondola. We even got to go to the buffet down the right field line. It was... Uh, oh. I, got, I got to walk out on the field next to the dugouts to get pictures. It was that that little pass was, uh, yeah. was our golden ticket.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody, nobody messes with you. I Yeah, I, I went to the Rickwood uh, Classic in 2018. Mm-hmm. But I had gone to the stadium. I think a few years before, I just happened to be in town, and they were having a tournament played. So I decided to go up on the roof by the gondola. But you know, my dumbass, I walk all the way down the right field. We, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in, in back of uh, on top of the roof there, and finally somebody just walks up and says, "You know, you really shouldn't be up here. This is like a 100-year-old ballpark." We don't want you to get hurt, and I'm thinking, my God, if I'm gonna die, it's gonna fall off the roof of Rickwood Field.
1: Yeah, that's
2: the way to go. Yeah, Yeah. they ended up right. They had vintage jerseys, they had vintage cars. Foul balls are flying left and right. We're on the roof, and I think Mike watched the film. We we've got him on tape saying, "I got the next one." Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, everybody wants a foul ball.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, that was a good day. Yeah, no, I Rickwood, I I'm so glad they didn't knock that down. It's uh, it's a pure, it's a pure pleasure. Anybody listening? If you ever have a chance to see the Rookwood Classic, you know, check it out. They have they bring in alumni from the Negro League. Those guys are just a tre- treasure trove to talk to. Yeah. Uh, the, the the stories they tell you, the experiences, and they're just they're just friendly. Just hanging out with them, it's just you want to soak up everything they have to say. Uh, a definite a definite blast.
1: But um, yeah, you know, talking on our about... website, on our Go website ahead. actually, the um every every ballpark there's a scoreboard at the bottom, yeah. uh, which gives grading. And it gives, um, the year that each of us were there and put that together, it's the same year and our, our counts, like this was our 90, this is my 92nd ballpark. It was Gary's 73rd, whatever. But the, that scoreboard is the Rickwood field scoreboard. Gary, who's our graphic designer, he, he took photo of the Rickwood field scoreboard and sort of cartooned it a little bit. And that's, we use that for every, every ballpark has the Rickwood field scoreboard at the bottom of it for, um. Um, to give the score of that park
0: yeah yeah no i see it right here i yeah, see it. got it's got a heavy
2: a heavy uh, orange and blue theme throughout but oh. uh, like <laughs> coming oh, kind of no. back every once in oh. a while so it's uh. no,
0: there's nothing wrong with that i also like how uh, when you go on the specific stadium there's you know like toronto i'm looking at uh Domenico field which uh, i haven't been there yet that's uh, the home of the toronto maple leafs of the uh ibl uh where no one pays for a ticket you just sit on a hill and watch a game yeah and have, Now, how's, how's that experience is do you feel like you're at some kind of does it feel like you're just at a high school game or
2: you feel it, like you're at a local pickup game or okay. i mean i played on softball fields in texas that were a little bit more uh put together but yeah um, I, I was drawn to that one particularly because of the history. Um, uh, that i wrote about and then i found out about the because uh, i like looking a little bit deeper into if there's any history that happened and that's where they had uh, um, uh, riots um, during the right a big big before world war ii um, and there were riots there were some kids showed up and they were um, a jewish team was playing a, a Gentile team, for lack of a better word and and uh, somebody blazoned a bright, you know a, a sheet with a swastika and it started fights and and so it's got some history to it and um the whole it's it's called christy pits because That's it's right. on christy street um and they were sand pits where they would mine the sand and gravel that they paved many of the streets of toronto with and so it's just a dugout sump like in Levitown where they were some you know collection ponds for the overflow water and uh they never they just flattened them all out and made it a big vast um uh, Rec, rec center so there's two baseball fields that butt up against one another there's camping there's i think there's a hockey rink nearby but it is kind of weird to walk in at street level uh and look down upon this um this these uh people playing baseball and the scoreboard in the press box is like 12 feet above street level so and the scoreboard is behind you so if you're watching the game and you want to know who's winning you got to crane back to look at who where, where the uh, what the score of the game is um but yeah it's not i don't think it's in the best part of town um i think i was watching one of you guys' uh in your end of the year pod, podcast uh in 2022 and somebody was mentioning how uh there's you're you're lucky to park on the street if you can yeah, get the, a
0: place. the parking's terrible and I, and I know one year they were filming a movie
2: and, yeah. and, and no one
0: could park there and then another year it was construction so there's always there's always a hindrance yeah oh so. my goodness yeah no but yeah I get, it's just like I look at some of these ballparks and like man Christy Pitts it, it gets yeah you're right it feels like you're probably watching a pickup game yeah uh that that's yeah. the best description but uh
2: but it's it's the uniqueness that I like um I like vintage parks um obviously the older the better um but yeah you go to some of these uh obscure stadiums that still love the wooden or the the grandstands um that you know, some of them may be rebuilt, but then you you find some gems that are uh, vintage, like you like you found. So,
0: yeah, I'm and a
1: sucker it, for a roof.
0: Me too. Me too. I'm sur- <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised somebody has not said let's let's build like a thousand seat ballpark. Let's let's get into a small summer collegiate league and just build a covered grandstand with a with a press box and then we'll put all the amenities down the field and it, it, it's like nobody thinks like that anymore. They make these these odd looking ballparks, you know, especially on the college level. I was up at Northwestern University in Chicago and I'm like like man, this you know, this is a weird design for a ballpark. It's not appealing. If they had just made a covered roof here, how many people right. would be talking about its its vintage charm? So right. I'm with you. I'm I'm a sucker for a roof, sort of like Fleming Field, in Wilson, and uh, oh yeah, Macon, Georgia. Yeah. That Luther Williams Field. I mean, those are still providing baseball. Johnson City <laughs> TVA Credit <laughs> Ballpark, which uh, that's a good segue. We we I brought up uh, a story that I think that ballpark was actually built in 1950 just because of a a newspaper clipping that I found that said, hey, we're building a new ballpark for the 1950 season. Yeah. But everybody says 1956,
2: which um, I think I I made you
0: guys, I think I made you a believer, correct?
2: I did, you did. uh, You have actual photocopies, unaltered looks like, uh, um, of articles with pictures of them working on the very same structured roof that, uh, if you visit, look at the website or look at pictures currently, it even the paint looks, you know, the, like yeah. it's not too many layers of paint. So
0: no, it, it's the same the, the beams go in the yeah. same direction, and it, it's like that's the same stadium, but everybody says 1956. I don't know if there's another ballpark out there where, where somebody's gonna question its age. That yeah. might be the only one, and I, I might be the only person who's even trying to promote this. I yeah.
1: this
0: is this is something you discovered, and that's how I found your website because I wrote in you know, uh Johnson City. Just a bunch of different names because it's been known uh, through history. You know, Cardinals Field and, and Yankee Ballpark and Howard Johnson. And I wrote 1950, and it came to your website. So yeah. you actually had 1950 in
2: one section and 1956 on the other. Yeah. And, and I, I, I do so much research. trying I mean, I try to find. And so I, I. Uh, that's what I said. If you can find something, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll make it one or the other. And you seem to have proven it. May have I taken them six years to build it. Because I don't know that they played before <laughs>
0: then. But, um. Well, what what happened was they played there up until the 55 season, and then the Appalachian League folded in 56. They couldn't operate. And uh, then it it came back in 57. Yeah. Uh, and then by the time it came back in 57, I think it was a Phillies affiliate uh, for a short time. And then, uh, then the Yankees for a good 10 years before the Cardinals came in in 75. But, I mean, they've been playing – They've been playing baseball there, except for that '56 season.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, you fact-checked me into correctness, so for, uh,
0: for quite some time. So. We'll, have to, we'll have
2: to change the change the date on the website.
0: Yeah. Well, thank That's you. Right. Well, I'm glad I could get somebody else, and we'll make this movement. We'll get ballpark digests. We'll get uh, we'll we'll get Charlie. Charlie. Zeb. We'll get him up there, and you know, <laughs> uh, uh, Joe Mock maybe. Even though I think he he focuses on more newer ballparks. Uh, yeah. we'll, we'll get them on board. Okay. So gentlemen, uh, before we let you go, uh, some of your favorite ballparks, just the ones you, if somebody asks you, what's your favorite ballparks? What do you tell them? Cause we, you know, they, you know, you get asked. Yeah.
1: What well, you I'll them? go with, I'll go with it, it's, 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 it's more emotional than anything else, but Shea stadium, oh, you know, yeah. is where I grew up watching baseball. And, and I, I will, I understand that Shea stadium is not a, a it's not a perfect ballpark, but of its era of the multi-purpose round stadiums, I mm-hmm. think Shea was one of the nicest because it was not enclosed. No, nope. it wasn't just you know a, a donut. No, you know where you were, the teat was trapped in. It it always had natural grass. It never had artificial turf. Uh, It was always brightly colored. The seats in the different levels are always painted different colors. Um, There was that royal blue. And I think it's a plus. I love the airplanes flying overhead, you know, every, uh, you know, every three minutes, you know, an airplane taken off from LaGuardia. Yeah. So I think it it was much nicer than Three Rivers or Veterans or... um, I understand I never got to Bush Stadium in St. Louis. Gary was there a couple of times. I understand that was a pretty nice one of the of the big round ones. Oh yeah, people loved uh,
0: it. People people swear by it. They, they that was their place. But it had artificial so, so turf.
1: It did for a while, yeah, until the end when they put the grass yeah. in. So, uh Gary went there twice. Our, our, on the site we have pictures with turf and pictures with grass as well. Um so Shea, is that's the emotional answer is that's that's why you'll Shay is on the backdrop of the main page. You see lots of blue and blue and orange around um but favorites it's like i said it's experiences i i love being at dunfield in elmira
2: um
1: yes. another great old wpa ballpark uh one of my favorite things there was there's a grass berm that runs along the left field line and people would set up lawn chairs and watch the game for free from the grass berm and the pioneers at least at the time this was probably 1998 they didn't get mad at this. They actually made an announcement about the fifth inning. They said, "Let's all give a wave to all our fans on the berm," and everybody <laughs> in the stands would wave, and they'd all that's wave nice. back. People that are watching to give for free, you know, and they're just happy that they're there. So, um, those are the types of places that I that I really like. Yeah,
0: yeah. Unlike Connie Mack, who would build a fence
1: <laughs> and exactly block
0: <laughs> block them. So that's right. Right. I get it. So about Gary, what about you, what are some of your favorites or the ones um, you think about the most?
2: Well, yeah, um, uh, Shea Stadium, same thing. Um, I wrote, you know, it's written on the, the review that, uh, I was a kid. We, you'd collect, uh, dairy Lee, uh, drink tons of dairy milk to get either dairy a milk. Yankee or a Met, uh, coupon. It needed like 20 of them to sit up in the loge or the mezzanine where you could see what the people on the airplane above you were having for dinner that day. But, um, and my dad was never going to drive us to uh, to bron- the Bronx from Levittown, so that's how I became a Met fan as early as 1973, aging myself again. Um, but I moved to Texas and I um, in the Arlington area, and I became a Texas Ranger American League fan and went to the uh, uh, the old Arlington Stadium uh, back in the day called Turnpike Stadium. And- mm-hmm. Had the largest general admission ever with this uh, from foul pole to foul pole line in the outfield. I don't know if you've ever made it, but. Uh,
0: I, uh, I actually did. And uh, it was 1993 it's last year. And we were, I was flying home that day. I was with my mom and I just wanted to check out the stadium and we got, we arrived early and they let me go inside. They say, hey, go inside, take a look around. We don't care. I had my video camera. So yeah. I do have some uh, some glimpse of that. So yeah, yeah. that's I did. I, I did remember get... many
2: a many a many a time when I was old enough to in, in, enjoy a, a refreshing beverage and standing in, during rainstorms and, and rain delays, wondering why the heck there's lightning and I'm standing on an all-metal uh, <laughs> uh, grandstand. But that's the first time I saw. I, saw, I went to the open day when Nolan Ryan signed with the team. Uh, I have Fond memories of that. Um, my hidden gem. One of the places I really enjoyed was a couple of years ago. Uh, I went to Deltaville. Deltaville, Virginia, which is uh, right north of Norfolk Newport News area on the Chesapeake Bay. And there's a talk about an old stadium with a wooden roof. You guys would both love it. If you find yourself out uh, down in that area, check it out. Um, the national anthem was performed by a guy playing a euphonium. And if you're not sure what that is, it's like a sousaphone, and I thought that was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. A but, sousaphone,
1: yeah. I, I say I only Gary only would, would explain a euphonia by calling it a sousaphone. <laughs> oh my goodness! So it's <laughs> Deltaville Ballpark, okay? It's, Del- it's Deltaville yeah. Delta's built
2: or Deltaville Ballpark built in 1948. It's they're celebrating their 75th uh, anniversary of being a ballpark. It, it was for Industrial League, Local League. Teams okay. Like on court. Um They they uh, when they read redid it they redid it in an old-fashioned manner so they used like rough-hewn wood uh to keep you know to refurbish the yeah. grandstand they've got chicken wire instead of any kind of fencing just chicken wire yes i'm looking at grandstand. it right now look at that um, it was insane. a it, yeah and so if you like old if you like wood roofs and, and that kind of design and it was just a lot of folks coming literally from them, like people got off and of working in the farms and let's go see some baseball. And yeah.
0: Well, who was, plays there now? Is it just amateur high school? or It's a,
2: that... it's a semi-pro league. Okay, um, they're nice. called the, Del- they've always, every team, any team that played there, I think within the last few years has been known as the Deltaville deltas. Okay. So, uh, you know, I true, Never... true stadium. I hate to say this since, uh, we're talking about the Mets. Uh, but, uh, I went to the, uh, Braves new ballpark, Um, and it was their 150th anniversary of them as a franchise, and they did a fantastic job of showcasing not only the Atlanta Braves, the Milwaukee Braves, the Boston Braves jerseys, and it was the year uh, that Henry Aaron had passed away. So big number 44s and monuments and statues all over that park. So that's that's as far as new one goes. That 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 one's hard to beat.
0: Yeah, and they did a nice job with the Battery neighborhood and something. Something I'm hoping they do that in where city field is uh, they're building a new soccer stadium, hopefully building some places for folks to hang out before and after the game. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And if they do that, that's, that's going to be the ballpark district in yeah. major league baseball, nowhere else. exactly. <laughs> Cause you know, go to Shea stadium as a kid. Oh well, yeah. There's, there's the, the junkyards, the chop shops, you know, it yeah. was, just, it was just, yeah, it was just such a weird, weird experience, you know, but you know, you're just there to see baseball yeah. and, or right, hopefully, yeah hopefully well you know I, this was 80, 80 this was 85 86 this this oh yeah the mets sold out constantly so uh favorite favorite all time met player who's the who's the one you well
1: both uh, of you guys. probably well as a as a kid as a kid i think we both love dave kingman
2: okay uh, dave kingman
1: is he a little before your time uh dave, uh, dave kingman well I mean I, you, you yeah. go to the game? He was the only person worth watching, you know. Yes. When Dave Kingman has a blast at bat, you know, and it's they're down seven to one, and he's you know he strikes out. Then you say, okay, we can head for the parking lot now. There's nothing else to see here. Yeah. Uh, we used to play when we played wiffle ball. We would all imitate Dave Kingman with his big hulking right. stance, like a yeah. uh, I don't I don't know what you describe it. <laughs> we'd all yeah. try and do be like Kingman. Um, so, Gary. No. no.
2: I think Seaver, I mean, I, I, we talk about power pitchers and, and, uh, definitely. You know, and definitely when you watch Seaver and, and you know, he's doing well when he's dragging his knee on a pitch and he's got his whole pant leg dirty. And, um, you know, these guys are machines and, and Nolan Ryan was from that ilk. And, and, uh, so I think Seaver, I, I, uh, I thought Lee Mazzilli was supposed to be the next great thing. Yeah. You're and, right. Uh, and he got traded to <laughs> Texas and he did, they wanted him to play left field and he wasn't going to play there and, um, so I was like, "All right, so much for Lee Mizzilli. a kid, yeah. a kid from what did it was a kid from Brooklyn." Uh, the advertisement was, "Let's see what a kid from Brooklyn can do in Queens."
0: The the magic's back, right? Is that
2: what it was magic's called? Back.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: I remember reading about
0: that. Yeah, the Mets actually mm-hmm. traded Mazzilli for Walt Terrell and, and somebody called Ron Darling. Some dude, it's just some guy. They just, what, a, what a trade that was. They talk about yeah. Nolan Ryan, but man, that was a hell of a trade. No, yep, I do remember
1: back uh, to win the World Series with them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do remember Dave Kegman, my brother. He's about nine years older than me. Uh, him and his buddy Julio were big Dave Kegman fans because it's like all this guy does is hit a home run or strike out. Yep. Right. You know, he'll bat you, you 200, original... but he'll have 37 home runs.
1: Right. Right. He he originated the three true outcomes. That was uh, – No,
0: changed. I'm telling you, what Dave what – Dave, what some of these guys are doing now that's what Dave Kegman was doing back in 19 you know 78 Man, 70 1975 76 82 yep, yep. Uh, you know he was yeah he was just hit home runs i think when he went to chicago his, his average actually spiked up a bit but yeah he had he, his
1: best year in chicago yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yep. he was he, he was he was you know but yeah he was you're right just a, a guy you want to see hit a home run uh mm-hmm. you know for me it was dal strawberry that was my favorite player uh, yep. good and gooden would be second and and uh Hernandez would be third. Those are my list. Yep. And you know, nowadays uh I love watching Pete Alonzo play. He gets me excited. I, I watch him like I watch uh Dal when I was a kid. I was like, Come on, Pete, hit a home run. You know, it's yep. it's it's nice, it's nice to still feel that way about players. So yep. Yep. Well, I, I may have
1: the game on. I may just have the game on, but I'll stop when Alonzo comes yeah. up because you yeah. never know what you're gonna. You
0: know. Yeah. Now, how do you feel about Carrera not coming aboard? Yay or nay? Like, nay. Nay.
1: Yeah, I think they dodged a bullet there. I yeah. Think they would be, I think they'd be on their hook, on the hook for a big time contract. Yeah. Uh, that would be paying off. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. It, it's almost like they did. We The Mets didn't need him. It was nice, but it's like, OK, calm down. You got Brett Beatty. I, I want to see what he can do. Right. Don't don't just give up on them, even though you got
2: these kids in the wings. I mean, you can pay the big, big bucks. They're already there. But uh, they're, I think they look pretty good. I mean, the only you know, they they had a great year last year. They just kind of yeah. fell apart down the stretch. But I don't think that's because they didn't have a decent third baseman.
0: No, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, yeah. A lot of things happened down the stretch. I mean, they won one hundred and one games. Any Met fan would have signed up for that.
2: Yeah. Right. And, you know, the division other than the Dodgers. Uh, yes. they're, and... they're they yeah. got they're, they got a home field advantage.
0: Yeah, and, and look who made the World Series, the 87-win Philly. So, right. it's it's the heck, what did the Dodgers know and what did the, the Braves know? They, yep. they didn't make it to the World Series. And I felt like the Mets were whining a lot about, oh, or the fans at least, oh, we got to play the Padres. You know, you're hosting them at home, win two games, don't get one hit.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just gotta All you got to do
2: is win two games out of three at Just,
0: home two out of three holy i mean i would that's better than making it and having zach wheeler shut you down to win the decisive <laughs> game who i'm still ticked <laughs> off at the will ponds for letting him go i'm like really guys murphy and then him oh my god yeah ah but 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 you would not god. have cost
1: 43 million a year to no keep, uh, zach. no
0: <laughs> he, he, this guy has come up through your system since you got him from san francisco and it's like okay bye we're not going to trade you because that was the year the Mets were making a little bit of a push. Uh they mm-hmm. thought they could get a wild card and you know. Yeah. And then of course, you know, DeGrom leaves. I was upset about that, but it's like okay, they, at least the Mets tried. I want to I want to say they tried. Yeah. Uh right. to keep him. I
2: wasn't so. too upset about DeGrom leaving. I mean, if you don't want I'm just a big. if you don't want to be there, yeah. Um and then, you know, I can tell everybody that are, that are you upset that DeGrom leaves? I said he's a fantastic pitcher when he pitches.
0: Yeah. No, when he just pitches. Like, Sespedes was a fantastic hitter when he hit. When he hit, but if you could go back in time, you would have resigned Murphy and told Cespedes to take a hike. Yep, <laughs>
1: exactly. Do you really so. think? Do you really think Degrom is going to make ninety starts for the Texas Rangers over the next three years? No, no, it's pretty unlikely. You know,
0: <laughs> I mean, yep. I I hope I hope he comes out of spring training with uh, with the ability to start opening day. So, you know, I I feel good about the Mets. I'm, I mean, it's a you know, I just I want to see some consistency. I don't want to see you know, I don't want to see like the two thousand six Mets who should have won the world series uh, just fall after uh, fall after a few years. You know, I don't want to see them like the 2015 Mets come out of nowhere and then they fall for a few years. I just want to see consistency battling crunching and out. I want to see us keep our players. Uh Everybody leaves, everybody gets traded. So it means either, you know, the team stinks or you try to get prospects or, You know, you have an ownership that doesn't want to pay. And we know that's not the case anymore. So I like
1: I like when it's a nice, healthy mix of homegrown players. Yes. And agents. Because then you feel a little bit of connection to the team. You don't just feel like you're a rotisserie team.
0: Yeah. No, no, you're absolutely right. Because when I was in Columbia, I was watching the Blowfish, and that used to be the home of the Mets, Uh, uh, Capital City Bombers. Yeah. Everybody had something nice to say about David Wright. I mean, they love this kid. They they one guy said he went fishing with him. I don't know how true that is. Somebody oh. called him out, but yeah, I went fishing with David Wright. He's a nice guy. That lasting village, though, well, nobody <laughs> nobody liked him. <laughs> yeah, they 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 had some great stories, and I mean, I'm not even watching the game. I just want to hear about David Wright during his time in uh, Columbia. That was that was more intriguing than was yeah. taking place on the field which was that was a fun night as well one of my one of those nights where you weren't expecting anything and it just turned out a
2: little bit better yeah when um, we go to games was... if i'm with mike or i are together i don't know about mike but uh inevitably one of the two of us if we're traveling around like we're going to our next road trip is spring training florida nice next month and uh All one right. of us we wearing <laughs> a met hat or met shirt and somebody say oh they got a good team this year and next yes. thing you know you're talking about the mets you know so
0: yeah, just like when I go to Cincinnati to see the Mets. So there's plenty of Met fans down there that talk shop with you. So
1: yeah.
2: yeah
0: Maybe not just Philadelphia. The,
1: yeah. That you'll always if you wear Met stuff, someone will always come up to you. I'm out in Colorado now. So from time to time I'm traveling around wearing a Rocky's hat. Okay. Because you know, when when in Colorado. Um no when you're you're out in Los Angeles we're in a color nobody stops and says hey Rockies No. you know <laughs> no. it's not, they're not the national brand like the no, no no
0: I yeah. I w- I I do have a story about Colorado uh before before we leave I went to a Rockies game it got really cold I had to buy a jacket so I bought this Colorado Buffaloes jacket and it was you know maybe mm-hmm. 15 bucks at Marshalls I wore it when I came back home to Indiana and oh my goodness everybody's like did you go to colorado did you go to colorado or did did you go to school there like i didn't realize that this was gonna be a topic of conversation yeah i kind of missed that jacket because uh it it got i I gained a little bit of weight it didn't fit anymore the zipper broke so i I got rid of it but holy moly did i get some conversations from the school in colorado
1: so you could be somebody else for a little while
0: (laughs) yeah i i think i started bsing every now and then i'll wear a jacket of a team i don't like for some reason and yeah. Like I had a Seattle Seahawks jacket on one time. And so it was babble, babbling to me about Geno Smith and I'm a Jets fan. So yeah, I can actually have a conversation to, with you
2: about that. So it's a little bit believable, but yeah. yeah,
0: I love that. I love that. All
2: right. Well, uh, gentlemen, then, okay, go ahead. I was just saying maybe uh, we're, both, we're all Mets and Jets fans and maybe uh, sometime soon before we're uh, much older and grayer, we'll, uh, we'll see some, a championship so I, I don't know I don't know if I'm going to see a quarterback
0: for the Jets I, not in my lifetime I I don't know Mets I have I, I've always had confidence in the Mets so that has not dissipated the Jets who forget about dissipating yeah. quite some time ago yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like yeesh, 12 years without the playoffs are you really are you kidding me what does yeah. what does Joe Beningo say? Oh, the pain, the pain. It's <laughs> it's it's real. It's real. I, I I I'm just like him. I start yelling and screaming and like, oh my god! But I don't let it get to me anymore. I'm like, yep. Yeah, they I knew they weren't going to beat Miami. I knew they were going to beat Detroit this year. It's like, yeah, you're going right. to lose. You're going to finish seven and nine or whatever. What seven and ten?
1: Mm-hmm. And Still can't get yeah, used to that.
0: Yeah, that that's worth seventeen games. Uh, it should it should be 16 or 18 yeah
2: Uh, that area we don't know we need more we don't need any more games to lose no
0: exactly do do the jets (laughs) need to play somebody else in december and lose like come on
2: yeah
0: right (laughs) enough enough all right well gentlemen i appreciate you coming on today uh tell people about your website where can they find you and you said spring training is your next uh next event
2: Yes, we're heading uh, to uh, the end of February. Uh, we're flying down and meeting uh, in Tampa. Uh, going to um, hit some ball games as well yes. as visit some of the ballparks that uh, our other compadres have found for us, and then uh, end up flying out of uh, Fort Lauderdale. So it's uh, how many days, Mike? Like five, six days
1: in in Florida? Yeah, six days, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. And how many ballparks are you looking to get to in those six days?
1: We're going to six games. Okay. Um, Yep, and we we have some drive bys at uh, about five or six others that are former former sites in yep. Cincinnati, the old uh, Chain of Lakes Park, and there's you know some of the old old spring training sites. The stadiums are still there, so we're yes. gonna go by and, and hope yep. there's a friendly groundskeeper. Yeah, that's our best friend, the friendly groundskeeper or the open gate.
0: Yeah, is that Plant City where the Reds used to play? Is that the one you're talking about?
1: Um, uh yeah plant city that's the reds yeah
0: yeah i think that's a softball field now somebody told me they converted it to softball training don't quote me i was there years ago as uh as a kid Mm -hmm. it was one of those drive-bys as well you're like oh what's this ballpark yeah oh yeah let me take a look
2: (laughs) so
1: so according to the satellite photo on google maps there's still a grandstand there so that's yeah uh, so we're at
2: ballparkbrothers.com um there's a um info page if somebody visits and they want to know more about a particular ballpark or they're curious about someplace. Uh, like Mike just said Mike uh gets the emails but I think we're on Facebook also. Um right yep. Mike and uh, yep.
1: ballpark brothers Facebook page.
2: Yeah. So that's the, that's the that's probably the best place to to look look for us.
0: All right. Okay. Well gentlemen I appreciate this conversation. I could talk all day about ballparks and the Mets and uh all the things in between. But uh got to make some dinner for the wife so
2: Thank, thanks for having us it was a pleasure
0: yeah it was great thanks for making uh making the uh, making the time uh for, for the both of you to come on here I do usually don't get to uh two guests but this was a lot of fun all right well gentlemen best of luck this year and uh you know if you're ever in Indianapolis or somewhere nearby let me know and we'll definitely catch up and, and talk baseball
2: excellent let's go
0: Mets let's go Mets <laughs> All right, that's the those were the ballpark brothers. And uh that that was a heck of a good time because you know, I don't know what how the interviews are gonna go sometimes. We can be talking about favorite ballparks, favorite this, favorite that, and they're talking about times you're getting kicked out of a stadium. Well, I can relate to that because it's happened to me. So that was a wonderful podcast. Uh enjoyed my time and remember ballparkbrothers.com. Uh, nice little website, full of great stadiums. Uh places i never heard of uh what was the stadium he was telling me in uh where was it in virginia i'm looking at it right now it looks lovely i would love uh I, that's what i love i love talking to other guys about ballparks and how they're going to visit six ballparks in six days and five other ballparks on the drive-by yeah these these guys are of my kind so Anyway, I want to thank you guys for listening to the Ballpark Hunter podcast. I appreciate it. I know there's other ballpark uh, baseball, minor league baseball stadium logo uh, podcasts to listen to. Thank you for throwing me in there from time to time and listen to me on your commute to work or perhaps uh, when you're doing some yard work or housework or when you're just kind of sitting, sitting on your couch and working, maybe sitting on a treadmill and working out or just sitting on your couch, not working out, just chilling. So uh, I appreciate it. And uh, find me, Ballpark Hunter on Stadium Journey. I'm sorry, Ball Stadium Journey website. You can find my articles. You can find me on Twitter, Ballpark Hunter, YouTube, Ballpark Hunter, and uh, Instagram, even though uh, I want you to go to YouTube. Check out my videos, like, subscribe, share, tell me what you think, good, bad. I got a lot of ballpark reviews up there along with uh, other sports. So until next time, stay safe, be happy. Keep loving. Take care.